These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. May I speak in the name of the living God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, I'm feeling a bit um, outdone this morning, talking about racing, because you've got, you know, two really sporty clergy here. You've got, you know, you've got this expert golfer, this person who goes for a walk with a golf ball. Don't quite understand what, that, what that's for. Um, <laughs> and, and also we've got, you know, Danny here, this super, super fit. And, you know, one of the things that Danny talked about uh, not so long ago was about Kick, And about, uh, Kick is an organization, you may know this, but Kick is an organization which um, has uh, been set up to introduce young people, especially in disadvantaged parts of the, of the disadvantaged communities, um, to help young people grow in confidence and, self, um, and self-worth through um, sport and through dance. Now, the last time I went dancing was a very long time ago. <laughs> um, but I'm very pleased to say that um, we, may, we can be athletes on the inside. <laughs> I think I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just exploring the my inner athlete. <laughs> and the, but, but actually, of course, that the, the race that's set before us is a race that we have all been called to join in. The race that um, the people who've been baptized affirm their baptismal promises who've been confirmed today are living reminders to us that we're all uh, people of faith, are people in the slipstream of the love of Jesus if I can uh, mix up my metaphors. And, the, and of course, there is a huge amount of joy in this. Somebody, one of those, uh, I think it was Rosie, said joy um, as the, the key word for her uh, in, her, tes- in uh, her testimony. Because uh, Jesus said, well, what's joyful about going to the cross? Why would, why, would we talk, why would the author of Hebrews talk about joy? But joy is not about being happy or content with our lot. It's not about, you know, some, some Christians, they think, you know, you get that, that rictus smile on their face, I'm going to be happy all the time. Well, actually, joy is not about happiness. Joy is about living the life of heaven now. It's about being so aligned with God that um, we know our place is with him. And that means that um, even when we're facing uh, all sorts of difficulties. And I know a lot of people at the moment are thinking, oh, GCSEs or A-levels. I was reminded the other day that um, by my sister, one of my sisters, that I got the worst pass in, the, what was the, in their O-levels, O-level maths. I can barely count. But anyway, <laughs> the thing is that whatever troubles we may encounter, joy is still the gift to us. It's not something we can 
just claim on our own. Joy is a gift. It's a gift of knowing that God's grace is at work in our lives and that that makes us want to dance, even if it's only with sort of clod-hopping enthusiasm, <laughs> you know, two left feet for God. And in fact, when we've, we understand this, we know that we can trust this because um, there is a great cloud of witnesses. Now, that great cloud of witnesses, they're not hanging around <laughs> um, looking down on us um, um, being witnesses to what we're doing because they're too busy praising the Lord with the angels and saints in heaven. But what they are uh, is a reminder to us of what the impact of faith is through the generations. All of us are standing on the shoulders, as it were, of those who've gone before us in faith. And we can, remember, we can pick out in our own minds um, people who have been um, particular lights and guides on the path for us to, um, in our Christian life. People who have made us understand or feel more deeply the presence of God in our lives. But those people, the people who, went, who were there, who were faithful like Abraham, who never saw the coming of Christ, they may have prophesied it, they may have lived into it, but they did not see. Those people are reminders to us that we have something even more special. When um, uh, we think about Abraham and Moses, we know that they are the ancestors of our faith. Of course they are. And unite us with the people um, of the old covenant. But what Hebrews reminds us is that we have something even more special and spectacular. Because we have the best of everything. We have full salvation. We have absolute openness to glory. We have everything one could think about um, in terms of our access to, to the heavenly realm. And this is that in us, you think about, um, I was, um, I just realized that, um, I really just, just realized that I'm going to be 65 in a few months' time. I thought, well, how did that happen? <laughs> and, um, and certain things aren't as reliable as once they were. <laughs> but I know that um, my identity is not wrapped up in how old I am or um, what I know and what I can do, my identity is completely wrapped up in being a child of God, in knowing that Jesus is my saviour and my friend, and that I can rely, um, at any, in any moment, I can rely upon the, Spirit, the Holy Spirit, even when I'm feeling nervous or weak or not up to it. I was saying um, to the candidates earlier on that the most marvellous thing is that uh, we're not up to it, but God's down to it in Jesus Christ. That's what's key, isn't it? That we know that um, the God who, is, who reveals, is revealed in Christ is in it for us, with us, and has joined our life in order to change it. Um, on Ascension Day uh, this year, I was um, talking to a group of children and trying to explain the Ascension. I got a big chair, and I put it... Um, <laughs> On the, on the stage, the biggest child I could find, and I chose the smallest child to sit on the throne. It turned out to be the naughtiest boy in that church. <laughs> but just as well, really, because it was a show that on that throne there's so much space, so much room. And if we want to express the fullness of joy, it's because we know that Jesus has taken his place in glory, uh, our great high priest, with the Father, and he is welcoming us to share his throne, to be his priestly people. 
And what more could we want? That the Son of God is interceding for our behalf at all time, in all places, in the power of the Holy Spirit. That Spirit has been poured out at Pentecost so that Christ is available to all in every situation, in my need and in your need, in my times of happiness and when things are grim. But at all times, God is with us. And he is Emmanuel, God with us. And he says, I will be with you to the end of time. And so go and make disciples of all nations in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as we've been doing this morning. And we pray that um, all of, not only all of the candidates for baptism and confirmation and affirmation are going to be lights for Jesus in the world, each one of us is a light for Jesus in a dark world. Amen.